0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Cinema has long since been dubbed the universal language of images, which is all well and good when you can understand what's being said on screen, but sort of falls away a bit when you can't. Filmmakers, though, love a clever way to hide things in plain sight, so linguistic blind spots have, over the years, become some of the greatest covers for twists and reveals. Je m'appelle Adam Cleary, and these are 10 movie details hidden in another language. Number 10, Chief is a demigod, Wonder Woman. Among Wonder Woman and Steve's more minor allies, and I still to this day cannot believe there is a couple called Wonder Woman and Steve, is a Native American by the name of Chief. While seemingly given little character development throughout the film, he reveals a great deal more about himself in his native Blackfoot language. His mid-film Chit Chat with Diana is left unsubtitled, but effectively sees Chief confirming that he's a Blackfoot demigod by the name of Nappy. Though the few fans who noticed this basically took it to be nothing more than a cute easter egg, actor Eugene Brave Rock confirmed that indeed, his character is exactly who he says he is. Now yes, it is estimated that only about 8,000 people actually speak Blackfoot, so this isn't exactly something many people were going to pick up on but still if you happen to see it in the wider montana or calgary area and wondered why one person at the back of the theater muttered oh wow no way during that scene well now you know number nine the norwegian pilot's warning the thing John Carpenter's sci-fi masterpiece The Thing opens with the unforgettable sight of a Norwegian pilot arriving at the American Antarctic base. You remember he's the friendly soul who fires a gun and shouts at them in unsubtitled Norwegian before being shot dead himself. However anyone who actually speaks Norwegian will be aware that the pilot effectively explains the nature of The Thing from the very start. Now my Norwegian is a little rusty granted but he definitely says get the hell away from that thing, that's not a dog, it's some sort of thing it's imitating a dog it isn't real get away you idiots now on the one hand barking instructions at americans in norwegian is not exactly the most thought through approach but on the other we can pretty much assume he's just witnessed the entire research station get waylaid by the actual thing so i'm not going to blame him for losing his composure and of course sadly the language barrier meant that mccready and his team didn't realize they had a shape-shifting alien in their midst until like halfway through the movie Number 8 Paula's Guatemalan love song isn't romantic at all. The 40 year old virgin. Who can forget the hysterical gag in which Andy's boss Paula explains that she was deflowered as an adolescent by her family's Guatemalan gardener. Oh you did forget, no way, well before said deflowering he sang her an air quotes Guatemalan love song. Cue Paula belting out a rendition of said song to a visibly uncomfortable Andy. Now given that the final lyric is clearly the word football, it's not a huge secret that Paula's serenade wasn't that romantic, but still, now I am both a giving and well-travelled soul so he is the full translation. When I clean my room, I can't find anything. Where are you going in such a hurry? To the soccer game. In a relatively recent interview, Lynch herself also confirmed that she came up with the scene on set. The Guatemalan love song was my idea, she said. I was sitting on the beach one day and it came to me. It's actually dialogue from a level 2 Spanish class in high school. It's not romantic at all. It's about a kid who won't clean his room and leaves the house in haste. Number 7, Natasha Trolls Tony in Latin, Iron Man 2. Shortly after, Tony Stark learns that his new hire, Natalie Rushman, is in fact a SHIELD spy. He demands to know more about who she is and asks if she even speaks Latin per her resume. She replies, "Falaces sunt rerum species, which is left untranslated and seems to only leave Tony more exasperated as she leaves the office. Now despite some dickhead in the same cinema is made loudly going, the female is the deadliest species, it is in fact a line paraphrased from the ancient Latin text. Beneficius and roughly reads as the appearance of things is deceptive. Obviously, this refers to Natasha's status as a super spy, but also plays into her internal conflict over being a massive air quotes monster in the later movies. Number six, River's completely ridiculous safe phrase, Serenity. In the much-missed cult classic Seriously Netflix Another Firefly Series would print Money Serenity, Simon Tam uses a Russian safe word phrase to put his sister River to sleep when necessary. Given that she's a brainwashed assassin capable of becoming violently volatile at a moment's notice, it's known in English as Extremely Sensible Yes. The phrase Etokrum na smek, isn't mere random Russian babble, but an actual saying derived from Old Russian. The phrase, which literally translates as That's Laughter for Chickens, means That's Absurd, which is of course itself absurd so in a roundabout way incredibly fitting i will say armed with this knowledge it makes its use in the show something you go from finding mysterious and riveting to well also a bit ridiculous but that's russian for you number five jd's ikluge bullet trick heathers Midway through this deliciously satirical coming-of-age black comedy, disaffected teens Veronica and JD plot to pull a prank in which they shoot jocks Kurt and Ram with a tranquilizer gun. However, the, well I'll be kind here, unstable JD has other plans and as it turns out, he lures Kurt and Ram out into the woods to shoot them with an actual gun, until they're fully dead. For any German speakers watching however, this is made clear in the scene where Veronica and JD plan the prank, as JD tells Veronica they'll be using Ich Lug bullets. Sounds like a fancy continental brand of blanks to most people but any Germans in the audience will have immediately realised it simply means I lie. It's a detail that's made even more clever by the fact JD even asks her if she speaks German before dropping the line. Number 4. Pollux and Caster talk about Katniss in sign language. The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. For something a little different now, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 offers up a nice little aside, not in another spoken language, but in American Sign Language. After Pollux is first introduced to Katniss, it's explained that he can't talk because the Capitol cut out his tongue. Moments later Pollux signs something to his brother Caster which isn't subtitled, but ASL readers have handily passed on their wisdom to the rest of us. Hilariously, Pollux actually signs to Caster, she's beautiful don't you think, referring to Katniss, to which Caster enthusiastically signs back, yes. how fleeting and non-verbal this is, it's missed incredibly easily whether you know ASL or not. 3. The Secret Japanese Godzilla Gag, The Lost World Jurassic Park Now despite what a bad rap it gets now, teenage me absolutely loved The Lost World and will only hear a very limited number of bad words said about it. However for more normal people it's surely best remembered for its loony climactic set piece in which the T-Rex escapes from its confines and starts tearing up San Diego. Amid the carnage there's a brief moment where we see a number of businessmen running away from the T-Rex, one of whom is shouting something in Japanese which isn't translated for the audience. As it turns out he's shouting I left Japan. Japan to get away from this! (laughs) Seemingly serving as a reference to the Godzilla franchise which the scene with sights of civilians fleeing from a T-Rex feels like an extended homage to. Small mercies that the film was made in 1997 then before bad nerds like me started obsessing over shared universes. Number 2. The surrendering German soldiers are actually Czech, saving Private Ryan Spielberg's World War II epic saving Private Ryan was noticeably light on jokes anyway, but this particular moment is, when you have the added context, possibly the bleakest moment of the whole film. During the unforgettable Normandy landing sequence you might recall two apparently German soldiers surrendering to the Allies amid all the carnage. As with the rest of the movie, the dialogue isn't subtitled, and moments later they're quickly gunned down by two American soldiers reveling in their own lack of humanity. It's a devastating moment at face value, but it's rendered all the more powerful if you speak Czech. The soldiers in question aren't surrendering in German but saying, please don't shoot me, I am not German, I am Czech, I didn't kill anyone, in their native tongue. If what the men are saying is true, and it's incredibly likely that they are as so many other nations were forcibly conscripted into the German army, it's a powerful reminder that everything in war, regardless of what side you're on, is just varying shades of grey. Number 1. Einhorn's big secret is obvious in German – Ace Ventura Pet Detective it's painfully obvious that Jim Carrey's career-making comedy Ace Ventura has not aged at all well. Partially because the Miami Dolphins haven't had a sniff of a Super Bowl since, but mostly because the subplot is deeply transphobic. Specifically, the revelation late in the film that pantomime villain Lieutenant Lois Einhorn was formerly NFL kicker Ray Finkel, who had simply had sex reassignment surgery and stolen her identity. A moment that's played out to the entire on-screen cast immediately vomiting. Any German speakers watching may have had an inside track on said reveal, as the name Einhorn translates to Unicorn in German, or more literally, One Horn. Doesn't take much of a leap to unravel the innuendo, or decide what horn in particular the name is referring to, but in other news, the German expression Ich hab sekt ich den nas translates as Now I really have a noseful, meaning simply, enough of this bullshit. See, every day's a school day.